Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I first read James Joyce's classic story, The Dead, when I was a teenager. And although I enjoyed reading it, it wasn't until I reached college and started to study it in depth that I began to appreciate its genius. So imagine my delight then to discover that Monaghan native, playwright, director, performer Declan Gorman is bringing James Joyce's much-loved classic to the stage in a very unique new performance. His show is called Falling Through the Universe and Declan mixes memoir and the magic of life theatre to bring James Joyce's story The Dead back to life. He's going to be performing the show in Anthon Arts Centre this weekend and he joins me on the line now. How are you doing Declan? Very well Sinead, good to be on. Great to have you. Now I should mention before we even get stuck into this at all, I did mention that you're a Monaghan native but you have such strong connections and affiliations to Loud because you worked for so many years as the director of the fantastic Upstate Theatre Company, isn't that right? That's right, uh, from 1997 until 2010. So it's a little while ago, but I do continue to do a lot of work in 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 both Dundalk and Drogheda. Uh, and so I have a lot of associations with the county Louth. And also I spent a lot of my childhood there because uh, my my mum was from Hackpole's Cross. So uh, Dundalk was my stomping ground as a, as a teenager. So it's great then that you're coming back there this weekend with this show and it sounds like a really exciting show. Is it a lifelong love of James Joyce's story, The Dead, that inspired you to write this? Well, yes, actually, a bit like your own introduction. Uh, I, I had come across his writings as a teenager but hadn't really been able to really get immersed into it. Uh, so the, the, the play kind of hangs on a very light frame, which is the story of how I then came across this, came across a copy of Dubliners, an English language copy of Dubliners in a library in Germany uh, in 1982 when I was still just a, a young, I just moved away from Ireland and I was working in a car factory in Munich. And I was in a library, I was kind of lonely over Christmas, I didn't come home that year and I found this book and I began to read uh, all the stories, but in particular The Dead, and it just had the most stunning effect on me but emotionally and intellectually and all the rest of it and it became uh, not quite an obsession but a story that I kept coming back to over the years uh, so that's the so that's kind of that that personal story underpins the play and then the play itself is primarily a performance of the story the dead a solo performance of the dead 
And you know what? Just as you're, you're you're conjuring up so many images there, Declan, of yourself, this lonely guy in Munich, and of course you're going to connect with a story like the dead because this is all about sort of well, there's so many different emotions that go on in this, but ultimately uh, Gabriel's kind of loneliness at the end and his kind of where am I and where's my place in the world and where do I fit in you know my wife's life now all of these there's so many different emotions that come up and and are conjured up with the dead so I love this idea that you've come across this in 1982 in Munich when you yourself are kind of going through a little bit of a a lonely period in your life as well Um, so tell me the plot of this then what aspects of the dead end up then in falling through the universe and what aspects of your own own life are, are entwined here yes yeah well i mean i suppose I, I, my own preference is, n- is never to assume that you know I, you know there are there are a great number of people have read the dead and read it again and again and in fact just yesterday i got a lovely kind of text message from a gentleman in dundalk that i don't know to say he's coming to see the show as a treat to himself for his 70th birthday and Brilliant. he's a complete uh, but a lot of people coming to the show actually have not read the story or know very little about it or haven't seen the famous film so I suppose the first thing to say is, I mean, you, you've really kind of um, put it very succinctly there, but it's a, about a man called Gabriel Conroy who goes to a party, a family gathering um, uh, on the 6th of January, which, of course, is traditionally the last day of the Christmas season in a house belonging to his aunts. And they, uh, it's a big supper and so on. And he's the favorite nephew. And he, you know, does the after dinner speech every year. And he's a successful journalist and he's very full of himself and he's kind of vain. But over the course of the evening, a couple of little things happen, largely to do with conversations he has with women, which cause him to really um, just lose his confidence a little bit and lose a little bit of his sort of um, his, his, his vanity. And, oh, uh, but particularly then one event happens. I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. But, but his wife actually uh, is prompted by a song that she overhears to go back in her memory to a, a tragedy from her own uh, teenage years. And the more he finds out about her, the more he realizes how little he knows her and how little he knows himself and how poor a part, as he said, that he has played in her life. And it's a terrible shock to him. Mm-hmm. And it's a really moving story, a beautifully, beautifully constructed story. Um, captures the party brilliantly and all the fabulous characters that are there. And then this moment where the two of them are on their own later on in the night and he realizes that he's not really there uh so that's the story and i suppose uh, the reason it would have affected me and the play touches on this when i was you know just a 22 year old myself was that although i was younger than the character i was very much kind of at sea i i had gone away to germany uh with a lot of other people of my age uh going abroad in the 1980s looking for work and stuff like that but really i had gone away because i was very confused and i didn't really know who i was or where i was going or any of that and I had a vague idea that I wanted to work in, I, I wouldn't have even been able to say that, that I wanted to work in the arts. I wanted to be a writer of some kind, but I didn't know where to start and I didn't have confidence in myself. And reading the story began a process that took years and years afterwards to fully unfold, where I really began to think, yeah, I think I could write. I think I could be an actor. I think I could do all these things. Uh, because I came from a background where that sort of thing would, would not have been the norm at all. Like I came from a country yeah. town in Monaghan and nobody that I knew was involved in the arts or anything like that. There was very little of it in school, although I was lucky enough to meet with the McCardle brothers when I was in first and second year in school, but, uh, you know, who are very active there in County Monaghan of as course. dramatists. Yeah. But, 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 you know, really other than that fleeting moment, you know, I had nothing 
uh, that would have warned anybody that I would end up an artist all my life, you know, and that's what I have done. So it's really looking back, I suppose, now that I'm kind of, you know, like in my more uh, mature years, uh, <laughs> you know, looking back really over a f- precisely 40 years, it just the, the coincidence of it occurred to me when I was working on my version of The Dead, that it had been exactly 40 years to the day, really, you know, on January the 6th that I had read it, and that it had been part of my journey all the way through. So it's just, it's a neat little um, framework, I think, on which to hang this magnificent story. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's, a kind of a love letter to Joyce and also a love letter to your life and your, your work in theatre. Well, yes, yes, you know, and it's, you know, there's only so much you can tell, you know, in a short, you know, the whole event is 80 minutes, you know, mm. so, uh, and the story itself dominates most of that, you know, so my story is, is there, it's sort of like the ad breaks, it comes in and out. Um, but, you know, what I do is I focus very much on those parts of the journey where, you know, really seminal changing moments, mm. like my decision to move to Drogheda and to, to set up a theatre company there, you know, uh, you know there was there was a there was a Joyce part to that which will surprise people because you don't think of Joyce as having any association with Drogheda. Not at all. But, I didn't but, know that. But, but but he had you know the story there was that the very first show I did in Drogheda was a play called The Weavers, oh. uh, which you know connected to the great weaving tradition of Drogheda in yes. the northeast of Ireland, and and it was inspired by 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 a, a play by a German writer which I had read in those years. And that German writer would have been James Joyce's favorite writer of the time. And just little, just these tiny little connections all the way through so that you kind of begin to think, you know, God, this guy's always been there. And then obviously 10 years ago, exactly, uh, again, um, in 2012, I began work on my first one-man show ever, you know, and I had been an actor in in my youth, but I hadn't acted for 20 years. I had been a writer and a director. But during the recession uh, in 2012, I was just completely stuck for work. I had began work on a one-man show based on some of the other stories in Dubliners, and that took off. I mean, it was done in Drogheda initially. The first ever performance was in Drogheda. It was done in Dundalk, and then it toured the world. It took me to India. It took me to California, Texas, Norway, Russia. It, you know, so so again, James Joyce was part of a massive around in my own mature life you know? yeah and, and, and that's fantastic and, and like you know you're talking about the hardships obviously of, of the pandemic you're premiering this show which has so much significance to you in the midst of you know trying to come out of a pandemic and I know that this was your first time back on stage since the pandemic which must that's have right. been nerve wracking and thrilling at the same time Absolutely, absolutely. For everybody in the community, I don't want to single out artists, but it has been an unusually difficult time for anybody working in the live arts, be they musicians or theatre people or dancers or whatever it is. So I make my living as a professional performer, and the theatres have been more or less closed. I don't think they've been closed as long since Shakespeare's time. Uh, so to have this opportunity to go out and then have it almost dashed when they when they reduced the capacity to 50%. So, of course, my tour was already set up and a couple of the gigs were cancelled. But I was delighted that Antoine and Dundalk, uh, where I'm performing on a Saturday, so it's next Saturday, said, look, we will we will take the risk. We will go with a six o'clock show. And it's looking very well. There's still a lot of seats, though, you know. Um, so, you know, I would urge people to get out. It's a lovely way to end the day's shopping, you know. They just, oh, you know, go yeah. to Dundalk. Go for a coffee in the afternoon and do a bit of shopping and bring your shopping bags into on time. And, and it's really worth it. The other thing is I think that, you know, while it's absolutely not in the least about the time that we live in, mm. it, has, it has some really, really hopeful messages for now, you know. 
um, in the way that people deal with loss and change and all of the rest of it, you know. And there's a lot of fun, there's a lot of laughter in it. You know, my own story um, might have sounded a little bit sort of exaggerated or grand there, as I tell it on the, on, on the radio, but, but in fact, in the play, you know, I'm really kind of having a laugh at myself, looking back at, you know, some of the mistakes that I've made and, and the earnestness with which you go about things at a certain age and then and you're kind of looking back on it and saying, well, I'm glad I did it that way, but wasn't I a bit daft? <laughs> and, you know, so there's a little bit of that. And then, you know, and the feedback has been, has been fantastic, you know. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, surprised, yeah. Declan, because it sounds like a, a real must-see show, whether you're a fan of Joyce or a fan of theatre or a fan of yourself. I think people are going to get an awful lot from this. And people definitely, as you mentioned there at the start, people who have emigrated people who might be able to connect with that personal story that you have included in this it's a really must see show and I thank you so much for taking the time to, to chat to me and for joining me with it and, and listen best of luck with it as you take to the stage uh, in Nantan and I know you're travelling around the country as well with it but thank you so so much for joining me on the show today Thank you Jeanette Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.